What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Last but not least on our list of rotten rulers is a man who slaughtered millions of people. And his DNA might still be in some of you today. Naughty. The king of raw dogging, Genghis Khan, or Chengis, depending on where you're from. The man who never pulled out of a battle, or apparently a woman. Now, some of you may have noticed that I didn't have an episode come out on time, and it's the first of the month. Well, my darlings, life sometimes gets messy, and time is an illusion anyway. As of now, the illusion is that I will be putting out only one episode of Rotten per month for the time being. I do apologize, and I appreciate each and every one of you for joining me in our lessons. Please continue to keep listening, and I hope you benefit from our time together as much as I do. I am still toying around with the idea of continuing, but on YouTube as well versus audio only. In the meantime, your not-so-evil queen is going to be busy continuing our lessons and picking up some new education along the way. After all, life is nothing but another lesson. Only, for this one, I'll have to take out loans. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a dean I need to get intimate with. I'm all about a discount. Mm. Genghis Khan's real name was Temujin, which means blacksmith. He is believed to be responsible for the deaths of over 40 million people. You know, 10% of the human population at the time. A lot were killed from battle, but the rest were from famine and disease. But if any city opposed Genghis Khan, they were quickly eliminated. A quote from Genghis is, The greatest pleasure is to vanquish your enemies and chase them before you, to rob them of their wealth and see those dear to them bathed in tears. 
to ride their horses and clasp to your bosom their wives and daughters. I don't know about the greatest pleasure. Someone clearly never sat on a beard for several hours. Now that's pleasure. Funny enough, a man with a big beard just walked by as I said that. Excuse me, sir. Do you have a moment to talk about your new lord and savior? This ass. Where was I? Oh, yes. History. When I was researching Genghis, dear lord, was it kind of boring. It took me forever to figure out how to add my little flair to it. He was one of humanity's biggest bros, basically, and I just couldn't relate at first. Much like most of the people we cover, Genghis lost his father at a young age. He was poisoned by enemies and was dead by the time his son was only nine. When Genghis returned to rule, the clan pretty much ignored him and left him and his family alone. His mother went on to be the head of the family and remarried, giving Genghis several stepbrothers. His murderous personality became clear, though, at a young age when he actually killed one of his stepbrothers after he took a fish out of his hands. This made me think of any of us who have siblings. You know, when you're little and maybe get a little too rough when you're playing. Maybe you accidentally slap them across the face or bit their arm, allegedly. But do you remember being like, shh, shh, you're fine, you're fine, don't cry, no need to go tell mom. I imagined a young Genghis quickly realized, oh crap, I messed up. Or do you think he had no remorse for his first kill? And over a freaking fish. Imagine dying for a fish, though. As a cross-dresser myself, I serve fish on a regular basis, honey. But death cause a fish? Now that's a whole new game. As Genghis grew, he became more skilled and much larger than his remaining brothers, who all began to bow to him as their leader. Well, remember the clan who abandoned Genghis and his family after his father's death? Well, news spread of the growing power and influence of Genghis, and out of fear of retribution, as they should have, they decided to cut him off at the pass. They found the family's camp and quickly attacked them. Young Genghis, who was around 15 at the time, did escape, but was found just a week later hiding in the wilderness. This is where Genghis started to prove that he was much more than just a big, muscled, bloodthirsty barbarian. He had thoughts, too. While he was imprisoned, he was kept in a guarded tent with a large wooden board around his neck and wrists. Surprisingly, he still managed to escape, but had to return because he couldn't swim across the river with the thing called a yoke still attached to him. Once he returned, he was discovered by a guard, but quickly turned fate in his favor. He told the guard that unless he released him from the yoke and gave him a horse, then he would tell everybody that he had helped him escape. He must have been very convincing because it worked. He rode away that very night and back to his family. I wonder what happened to the guard, though. Shortly after that, Genghis married his first wife, who was named Berta. Sure, Bert. He then began to accelerate his plans of ruling as other clans began to join his horde. He was very selective, though, on who could fight for him. 
They had to be skilled at riding and combat on a horse, as well as shooting a bow while riding. Now, shooting a bow while riding, I imagine the hard part would be the up and down of the gallops as you're riding along. But to do it, you would have to know how to ride and steer a horse with just your legs. Big, strong legs and thighs that could crack a walnut, I imagine. Well, as I mentioned before, it was a common belief that women were just spoils of war. And while Genghis was away fighting, his camp was raided and his wife, Berta, was taken. He did manage to find and free her, but sadly, not before the raiders had brutalized her. Nine months after her rescue, Berta gave birth to a son whom Genghis declared as his own, even though he never knew for certain. I thought this was a nice little tidbit of his history, especially considering his bloodlust. He would kill anyone who said it wasn't his son. Would you looky there? It would appear that old Genghis had a little bit of humanity still hiding up in there. Speaking of a man up in there, there was also a man whom Genghis was particularly close to. His name was Jamuka, and he was a lifelong friend of Genghis and leader of his own clan. The two would join forces and lives, and even declared themselves blood brothers. Ew! They did everything together, like eat, sleep, bathe, and, well, make your own conclusions. It was enough closeness that Alberta, his wife, and even his mother, grew jealous of their relationship, and soon the gossip and rumors quickly spread. Mm-hmm. We don't even have indoor plumbing, and my husband Genghis has been laying some pipe with Jamuka. I like to imagine historical gossip as if it were in a beauty shop. Their relationship would end soon, though, after the rumors began, because Genghis... He was on a mission. And it was a shady breakup, too, girl. Ugh, the shade. While they were riding with both of their forces, Jamuka stopped to, let's say, pitch his tent and basically sent out a you-up messenger bird to Genghis. Well, old Genghis girl left him on read and straight-up ghosted his lover leaving him alone in Blue Ball Valley. The majority of Jamuka's men even left to follow Genghis, and now giving him the largest horde in the world, and Jamuka as one of his new enemies. Don't worry, Jamuka girl. We remember you as a fierce bottom who mounted one of history's most popular penises. Respect. As time went on, the two would fight several times with Jamuka retreating. It was during one of his retreats that he went to another camp for sanctuary. His men there were afraid of making Genghis mad, rightfully so. So they captured Jamuka and turned him over. Those men were quickly executed because even though they turned over a prisoner, their lack of loyalty to Jamuka disgusted Genghis, so he had him killed. A further show of his feelings for Jamuka, Genghis offered to pardon his old lover. But Jamuka refused. 
He wanted to die and end his suffering and, I'm assuming, broken heart. There's a fine line between love and hate, especially when love was there first. Well, Genghis agreed, and Jamuka was suffocated inside of a carpet. Is that a euphemism? Even further proof of his feelings for Jamuka, the bloodthirsty Genghis Khan had to look away while his lover drew his last breaths. Alleged lover. Alleged. But come on. You know, I was definitely not expecting a homo love story when I chose Genghis Khan. Now there's your next Lifetime movie moment. Over the next several years, Genghis began accumulating more wealth, more land, more wives, and a lot more children. One could say that spreading a seed was probably his most successful endeavor. He was now ruling over two million people, most of his children, but he couldn't get the image of crossing the Great Wall and taking over China out of his head. He was even dreaming about it most of the time. The Great Wall of China is a common historical structure that we all know. But did you know that it was built literally to keep barbarians such as Genghis and his horde out? So you can see how a power-hungry ruler such as Genghis Khan might have taken offense to that. Now I am going to skip over all of the battles because I just... I don't care. He rode his horse to this town. He killed a bunch of people for no reason and took over the town. Woo. He did that several times throughout his life and killed a whole bunch of people to do it. No thank you. By the time of his death in 1226, due to injuries from falling off of his horse, ironic, he was 65 years old which I say, pretty dang good for that time. He was the ruler of a vast kingdom and had an army of over 200,000 men. He took many wives and one known male lover and sired enough children that his DNA is still around today. He is responsible for over 40 million deaths, which was enough to erase 700 million tons of carbon from our atmosphere and forests began to regrow in what was previously cultivated land. That was just an interesting fact I came across to put to you just the vastness of the murders that he committed. Angus would use captured women and children ahead of his own forces to be human shields. He poured molten silver into a man's eyes and ears for killing one of his messengers. Ever hear the expression, don't kill the messenger? Well, Genghis Khan is the reason that expression exists. He had people boiled alive, skinned, burned, hanged, and pulled apart by horses. Basically, this man makes Game of Thrones look like Barney's Playhouse. If there was a way to kill a person, Genghis Khan did it and probably enjoyed it. Aside from suffocating his lover with his carpet. If we all can take one thing away from our lesson today, let it be this. Always have a safe word, people. And consent can be rescinded at any time. 
If you're not having a good time, honey, why should they? I thank you for joining me on our final lesson of our Rotten Rulers saga. I will be talking at you all later and maybe even seeing some of you. Be happy, find peace, and don't hurt others. I bid thee adieu. If you enjoy Rotten to the Core, come follow me on Instagram or Patreon. Both of those are at It's Rotten to the Core. Also, check out my other podcast I do with my older brother, Shane Waters, called Mystery Inc., available wherever you're listening to Rotten right now. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.